This is Rob Carbone, and you're listening to BD4, where there's no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis. going on guys this is rob carbone coming at you with episode 91 of bd4 where there is no better way to get your yankees and knicks analysis this is your host rob carbone tonight we're going to dive into some more yankees talk um last time we talked yanks on the show it was the beginning of my um I guess my uh, hibernation frustration series is what I'm calling it, where I live stream a game on the on the PS4 and talk Yanks, Knicks, whatever it is, NBA, MLB. Um, but tonight we're talking Yanks because we want to go over the you know the team and player goals that I'm shaking my head because I don't even know if there's going to be a fucking season, guys. <laughs> I don't even know. It's such a shame because we don't we have no clue when this thing is going to end. We don't know if it's going to be early enough to where we can get a decent amount of games in or is it going to be you know sometime in July or something where we're going to get 80 games in tops and that's going to be a pain in the ass because that's not a legitimate baseball season so you know my hope is that we can figure this shit out and hopefully all these slobs out there are washing their hands and you people are staying clean no but I'm serious um no seriously it's I just hopefully we can figure this shit out by late May you know, at the very worst. That's my optimistic guess here, is that we can finally get something in by late May and we can get, you know, 130 games in. But I really, uh, day by day, days go by, and I'm feeling less confident. It's a shame that, that it's come to this. But, Jesus, man, I hope we can get this all figured out, and I hope by the end of it we have some baseball to look forward to. Because otherwise, this this show tonight is going to be nothing. It's going to mean nothing. Because, <laughs> like I said, we're going to dive into the team and player goals tonight. I jotted down a bunch of goals, a bunch of achievements that I would like the Yankees for you know, to, to work on and to try and achieve this season. So hopefully we get that season. But first off, before we begin, guys, just want to make sure if you haven't followed my page on Facebook and Twitter, be sure to do that. You can find me at uh, NY Sports Talk RC. Just type in the handle NY Sports Talk RC or type in Rob Carbone. Um, you can also find my Instagram page by typing in the handle at Rob J Carbone or just type in Rob Carbone. Um, and you can subscribe to BD4, download it, give it a like, share it um, by going to any of these platforms uh, iTunes, Google, uh, Google Play, <laughs> SoundCloud, Spotify, uh, Radio Public. YouTube, where the video cast is, um, and plenty more. Uh, you can find all these platforms, all my social media outlets, and the podcast platforms. You can find all that information on my website um, called It's My Opinion. Just type in NY Sports Talk RC 
nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com. Once again, nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com. Go to that website. There should be a tab called Outlets on the front page. Click on that. It'll take you to a page where it has every single platform, every social media you know, website that you need to reach me on, and you can find all that information right there. So go to that website and um, get started there. But yes, let's dive in because we've got some things to talk about tonight, man. Um, so assuming there is eventually going to be a baseball season this year, um, we're going to talk about it as if there is. So let's dive into to a couple of goals I have for this club. So how this is going to work is we're going to talk about a few goals that I would like the Yankees to achieve as a unit. Then we're going to get more into the rotation, the bullpen, the defense, the offense, and then we're going to dive into actually every single player individually and talk about them. Um, not every single player, but for the most part, you know, the ch- a chunk of the roster and the important guys on this team, you know, the starting lineup and, you know, some of the guys who might be coming off the bench. So as a unit, man, I would like the Yankees to, I wrote three things down. I want them to, first of all, I want them to stay healthy, right? I think staying healthy is, <clears throat> excuse me, staying healthy is the, the number one goal here that we all want and need for this team to do, especially after last season where they just couldn't stay healthy. It took forever to to, to get that full lineup out there, and even the small amount of games where that full lineup was out there, it just it wasn't clicking because nobody was in rhythm with each other and there was no chemistry in that lineup. So we have to just get as, as fully healthy as a team as we can get because at this point we we're never going to see that fully healthy team because obviously we've got injuries starting already, but – you know, we're not going to see Luis this year, and and you know, <laughs> we have the whole question mark with Aaron Judge. Is he going to be healthy enough to play through this injury that requires surgery eventually? Um, but as a team, I want them to stay healthy first and foremost. Secondly, I wrote play over 600 ball because if they play over 600 baseball, you know, over the course of a full season, that would give them around 100 wins, give or take. Um, but I, I didn't write 100 because we're not going to have a full season. So I just wrote play over 600, you know, be be a good, great team, a great regular season team. And if they do play over 600, I think that'll be enough to accomplish my third goal, which, you know, win the American League East. Um, I think it's going to be pretty much the same as it was last year. The Red Sox will probably be even worse without Mookie Betts, Chris Sale, and David Price also. Although David Price does kind of help us a bit when he's here. Um, But, yeah, I mean, the Red Sox won't be in contention. Um, I think the Toronto Blue Jays might be a team that people should look out for. I don't necessarily think they're going to contend just yet, but I I wouldn't be surprised if they, you know, hovered around 80-plus wins and maybe were a couple games around or above 500. Um, And the Tampa Bay Rays, I think, will probably be the same team as they were last year, which is probably making a run at that wild card and, and um, winning 90-something games. And I think they should be taken serious as as far as just keeping keeping them off our backs. But I don't think they're a legitimate threat um, in the end. I think the Yankees should just, just be a little bit careful and just, you know, play their game. And I think they'll be just fine in terms of winning the East. And let's dive into the rotation. We'll start with that. Um but yeah, those are my three my three team goals: is to win the division, play over six hundred, and stay healthy. But <laughs> as far as this rotation goes, I want them. I just wrote one thing down, and it's pretty simple to me. I really want them to give length 
Length, length, length. I want the Yankees to eat innings this season because that's been one of their biggest issues over the last several seasons is the inability to give innings and the inability to go deep into ball games and that's kind of taxed our bullpen. That's why our bullpen is often overworked towards the end of the season and sometimes in the postseason. We saw this with Adovino. Um, we want the Yankee rotation to give length. I wrote down in particular, you know, I, I was specific and wrote down place top 12 in innings pitch. Uh, from our starters, because in six of the last seven seasons, Yankee starters have placed 12th or better in innings pitched. That's not a good stat. That's not. Being placed 12th or better in innings pitched just one time. I'm sorry, did I say that wrong the first time? Let me restart that. In six of the last seven seasons, Yankee starters have placed worse than 12th in innings pitched. That's not good. When you're a World Series contending team and you place 12th or better in innings pitch just one time in your last seven seasons, that's not a good look. If you've got World Series aspirations, you better be getting better starting pitching, longer starting pitching. So they've got to do better. I, you know, I'm hoping it's not just Garrett Cole who carries the workload. I'm hoping that other guys can chip in and we're going to start to talk about those other guys later in the show. But yeah, just place 12th or better in starting pitching innings. Um, that's my one goal here for them. And again, the bullpen. Cut down the walks. Quit the nibbling. Um, a lot of Zach Britton does that. Uh, a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of that comes from Ottavino, Chapman. Um, you can make a, you can argue that in the end you'll take the walks because they're they're productive. But I just feel like it's scary, and it'll scare me against the more disciplined hitting teams in the playoffs. And we saw that come back to haunt them against Houston. A lot of walks, a lot of runners on base, and Houston had a lot of runners in scoring position scenarios because you know, the bullpen at times could not throw strikes. So I would like them to cut down the walks. The Yankee defense, uh, I'm not going to touch this too much. Just want them to focus, play a little bit cleaner with more effort. They can be a little sloppy at times, and I want them to be more consistent. Um, you know, They have some guys who are elite defensively. I think Aaron Judge fits that persona. Uh, I think Brett Gardner, Mike Talkman, Gio Urshela, DJ LeMayu. But then also you look at guys like Gary Sanchez, who's up and down, has his inconsistencies uh, behind the behind the plate. Torres, um, Miggy and Clint out in the outfield this is going to be a question mark. So you have some, you know, Voight and Ford, you know, some question marks defensively. You just hope that we can get at best or at worst um, some average fielding for some of these guys so we can at least be cleaner and more consistent out there. Um, and then this lineup. Um, for those of you who follow along with with my blog or who follow along the podcast here on BD4, or for those of you who simply just follow my pages on you know Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and listen to my takes or read my takes, you'll know that I'm not the biggest fan of this Yankee lineup. Not to call them bad. They're not a bad lineup. They're a very good regular season lineup. I just think when it comes to the postseason, um, for the past 10 years, ironically enough, since their last World Series victory, it's been the same underlying issue that I feel like it's not talked enough, talked about enough. Um, they fail to make contact. They fail to hit the ball at a high clip. You know, They fail to hit runners home from scoring position <clears throat> and that haunts them it haunts them every year um now last season they did do a better job of making contact and you know hitting the ball for average and um hitting with runners in scoring position they did do a better job in the regular season placing top five in each of those categories or not in strikeouts they were like middle of the pack but 
they were top four in average, and I think they were the best team in the league with runners in scoring position. But when it came down to it in the playoffs, they reverted to their, you know, they regressed to the mean, and they became that home runner strikeout team, which never ever usually wins the World Series, man. And you know, you look at the the, the past World Series victories um the the nationals were a team that hit the ball at a high clip in the in the playoffs they were a team that didn't strike out a lot they were a team that drove runners home um look at their numbers in the postseason look at the astros when they won their world series victories yes they cheated they're scumbags but they cheated so they could be that team who hits you know at a high clip the red Sox in 18 they won their world series championship by hitting the ball at a high clip that's why they were so lethal they made contact. They hit for a high average. And they didn't just get on base because they hit homers and walked, but they did it by settling for the single, double, and sometimes triple. And I think the Yankees need to focus on that a little bit more. you know. And I think part of the reason they go home so early is because they have three guys in that lineup, three out of the nine hitters in that lineup, strike out at a rate you know, of 27% or more. Gary Sanchez, Aaron Judge, and Giancarlo Stanton. Um, this may be an unpopular opinion, especially towards my millennial f- fans, but I think the Yankees um, having those three in one lineup, it's not a good fit. You know, I think sometimes it's not just about having all the talent in the world. I think it's it, it's got to be about finding that balance and finding the right fits. And I don't think having three guys in that lineup who strike out so consistently is the best fit. I think sometimes you need a little bit more contact to balance that lineup out. I think they have plenty of power and they need to find a way to balance that out and make more contact. Get more DJ LeMay in there. More guys like Miggy who don't strike out much like um, we don't have many. Uh, Geo maybe? Can he repeat that though? It's it's. Do we have enough guys in that lineup making contact? and? Can we eventually get somebody like Sanchez or Stanton chipping in in the postseason and not just slugging for home runs? Because it's kind of a consistent theme here. We've noticed that guys like DJ or Glaber, they continue their contact hitters in the in the regular season, and that's kind of continued in the into the postseason. They hit well in both seasons. Um, but guys like Sanchez, you know, when they when they rely on the home run to get their offense to generate offense. They flip flop in the postseason, and, and they're not they're not consistent or reliable enough. It's a constant theme we're seeing. So I think in order to win a World Series championship, I think that Yankee lineup needs to do a better job of making contact, of hitting the ball at a high clip to get on base, and not just hitting wa- uh, hitting homers and walking. And you know that's going to have to be something they continue into the postseason. So again, just to recap the few things I've said already. Three goals for the team, win division, play over 600, stay healthy, goal for the rotation, top 12 in innings pitch, can we do that? Goal for the bullpen, cut down on them walks, goal for the Yankee defense, just focus, play harder, and play more consistent, and then for the offense to make more contact. Um, That's 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 that for, for you know, for the, uh, for the individuals, we're going to dive into them now, but uh, we're going to take a quick break. Be right back. Hey guys, Rob Carbone here. Really quick, I just want to talk to you about Anchor. Anchor is a free podcast hosting site. And I say that again, it's a free podcast hosting site that will distribute your podcast for you to other platforms such as Spotify, Apple, 
Overcast, and all those websites. But here's the best part. Not only is it free, not only do they share it for you, but they will pay you for recording a podcast. They will pay you. And you can do it from your computer, from your phone. All you have to do is go to the Anchor app and download that or go to their website, which is anchor.fm to begin. It's everything you need. It is so convenient for podcasters like myself. So please, guys, go download the Anchor app or go to their website, anchor.fm, to begin. See you there. Glaber Torres, it's going to be focus. I think Glaber Torres just needs to focus in. Um, and that's that's both sides of the diamond I'm talking about here. I think defensively, he's got to focus focus in more and stop losing focus at times. And, you know, a lot of times that's why he makes so many errors. And that's why he's kind of rated as mediocre um, when it comes to the defensive metrics, like defensive runs saved. Um, I think he should, you know, whether that be a shortstop or second base, he has issues with Footwork. He has issues um, finishing off plays, and he doesn't have the strong. The, the, he doesn't have the the best range. He doesn't cover a ton of ground, but that's something that's really not going to change much. It's just going to have to be focused, finishing off plays, and working on the footwork. Um, and you know that way he'll get more consistency. You know, it's simple as that. He's very sloppy at times. Um, it's, if he can focus more on the defensive side of the of the, of the diamond then I think he'll be a very strong defender someday. Um, I think he has the potential to at least be on the conversation of, of winning a gold glove. Um, he's got the strong arm. He's got the ability to make some flashy plays with his instincts and his hands, his quick hands out there. So maybe, you know, at, at his first season at shortstop, maybe Gleyber Torres surprises us and does well. But uh, on the offensive end for him, it's it's the same thing. It's focusing in and bringing that same mentality that you have when you're hot. When he's hot, he there's nobody there's nobody, in my opinion, there's no other Yankee hitter when they're hot that's as fun to watch as Glaber Torres. Um, he's just so impactful out there when he's when he's hot. Um, I know a lot of people would make a case Aaron Judge, maybe Gary Sanchez when he's hot, but Glaber Torres when he's hot is so important to this club, and it's all about approach. When he's not trying to pull the ball, when he's not trying to hit a home run, and when he's trying to go middle middle and take a pitch the other way and not just trying to be that pull hitter. He's so consistent. And part of the reason why he can't have those moments where he strikes out here and there is because he loses focus at times and he tries to get a little too too big. Tries to get a little too big. But for the most part, he's still been a very good hitter for this Yankees team. Very great hitter. Um, he's made contact at an adequate rate. But I think that can even improve further. I think eventually he can keep that K rate going down and down. Right now, I think it was at 22% last season, which is just a little worse than average. But eventually, I think if he's somebody who can focus in more and bring a little bit more plate discipline, um, he'll get that K rate into the teens. And I think that'll be huge, not just for that, but it'll bring up the batting average. It'll start getting him more walks, which would pad up the OBP. And you know that'll see a rise in the OPS as well. So I think eventually he can be like a Manny Machado, Frankie Lindor type of hitter where he's going to hit over 280 or something and maybe even crack 300 eventually and hit, you know, hit an OPS in the upper 800s and 
maybe 900 eventually. I think Glambertorius is a guy who has you know a, a, a very fucking high ceiling when it comes to his offensive game. So I'm I'm excited for this season, but it's again it's focus on both sides of the diamonds. Just focus in. It sounds so stupid, so simple, but it's true. Focus for Glaber. Um, DJ Lemayu. There's really not much you can critique and ask for because he's so he's so strong and so good for this team. But continue to play solid defense. Obviously, this is going to be his first full season at second base only for the Yankees. Um, you know, he switched from between second, third, and a little bit of first base last year, and he played pretty well at, at all positions. He was damn near solid at, at every position last year, and I think he did a, a very good job. So this season, just asking him to continue to play good defense um, offensively, maintain that pop, I wrote, because the juice balls are probably not going to be there. They're probably taking that away. Can he still hit you 17 to 22 home runs? Just anywhere in that range I'll take. 17 plus homers. Can you do that? I'll take that. You know, I wouldn't hate that. He doesn't have to hit 26 again. Can you hit 17 to 22, something like that? I'll take it. Um, hit over 300 again. I wrote that. I think if he could hit over 300 again, that'd be huge. And I have little reason to believe not. I don't think he he's had many seasons in his career where he's hit below that mark. You know, I think he's hovered around that for the majority of his career. Um, so hit over 300, provide some more power. Doesn't have to be as much, but 17 to 20 something home runs, I'll take that. And keep him at the leadoff spot. If he can continue to hit the ball at a high clip and make contact and hit for some power, I think the Yankees will keep him at that leadoff spot because he's such a good catalyst to start off games with somebody on base, you know, almost every first inning. Um, uh, let's go to Luke Voigt, and I have him just. I want him to prove himself again, you know, because he had a very, very disappointing second half, you know, to the season where after that London series, he kind of fell off and that injury really took a toll on him. He was striking out a bunch, a lot of hesitant, a lot of hesitant swinging up there where he was check swinging and just didn't look right. Didn't bring much power. Occasionally he'd walk, but he's got to kind of prove himself again this season with Mike Ford on his ass, it's going to be interesting to see how it all plays out because Mike Ford, you know, he's an intriguing option as a lefty hitter with some pop, you know, that short porch. He's also got an you know, impeccable eye, and plus he's from Jersey, represent. Um, but, yeah, Luke Voigt's going to have to prove himself again with, with some depth now at the first base position, which, you know, is something we didn't always have with, uh, with Greg Bird over there. Uh, so that's that for him. Um, Gio Urshela, Brett Gardner, and Mike Talkman. Now, I have these three guys together because I've got the same one goal for them. I want them to... They don't have to repeat their offensive seasons that they had last year. Gio doesn't have to hit three, 300, whatever it was. Um, Brett Gardner doesn't have to have a career year. Mike Talkman doesn't have to be lightning in a bottle again. I think if they can just be average offensively, and when I say average, I say... I don't know, 250 batting average, 750 OPS, I'll take that. As long as they're maintaining that elite defensive play, because those three guys are one of the few Yankees who do play great defense, they're so important to be relied on in those positions, especially the positions they play. Center field, the captain of the outfield, the hot corner, third base, these are big positions. So I think if Gio can keep playing elite second, uh, third base, if Brett Gardner and Mike Talkman can maintain, you know, very strong defense in the outfield. I would take that in a heartbeat. 
Just uh, all I'm asking is for them to at least be average offensively, and I'll take it. I don't think you know. I don't think that's too much to ask. Uh, let's move on to. <clears throat> I've got Clint Frazier. I've got him written down, but I said just to improve his defense by a lot. Um, because that's the one thing he really needs to work on, and that's the one thing that's holding him back, really, to, as, you know, probably why he's not a consistent part of this team yet, uh, is because his defense is terrible, and there, he's, his options are limited because of that. Um, because offensively, he's legit. You know, he, he's he got 30 homer, 100 RBI potential if he can just be in a lineup consistently. But it's going to come down to Clint Frazier improving defensively and playing adequate defense out in right field, left field, wherever it is they slide him in. Miguel and Duhar, same thing kind of defensively, just be average out in left field. He's probably going to be splitting time between left field and DH uh, with Giancarlo Stanton, I'm assuming. Um, and just perform better offensively again. Just show the world that you can do what you did in your rookie season once again. Um, and I think he can. I think he's got the skill set to be a, a good hitter. Um, he might not walk a ton, but he. I did like what I saw from him in spring training. Spring training, he looked a little bit more disciplined. But, um, you know, just, just be average defensively out in left field and show the world that you can still be that great bat offensively. Uh, Aaron Judge, I just wrote one thing, pretty simple for him, just to stay healthy. Um, Giancarlo Stanton, also stay healthy, but I want the plate discipline to improve. He's got to stop chasing that low and away slider. That always kills him, um, and that, that hurts him in the playoffs as well. Pitchers know. They they read his personnel. They know how to pitch him, and they get him every time with it. So improve that plate discipline so he's not just this guy who runs into a, a mistake pitch here and there and ends up with 35 homers or whatever. I want him to be more of a of a hitter as opposed to just a one-dimensional slugger. And the same goes for Gary Sanchez, my next point. Um, obviously, stay healthy just like Stanton, um, but bring that better plate discipline. With him, it's even more extreme where Gary Sanchez used to be a guy where a couple years ago, his rookie season, his sophomore season even, he was so consistent offensively. He was such a complete all-around hitter. Right, he was a 280, 1000 OPS guy, or at least hovered around those marks his first two seasons combined. Um, he would hit. He didn't just hit the home run, but he would hit a double. He would hit the single the other way into right field. Um, and you know, he would hit the ball at a high volume, and that that was big because his plate discipline was there. He would take his walks, but now it seems like he's chasing every pitch and trying to pull the ball for a home run every time, and that's not necessarily helping this Yankee lineup. And and again, it always kills them in the playoffs. He's not good in the postseason because of these habits that he has. And it's all about that mentality, that approach he brings to the plate. So Gary Sanchez, Giancarlo Stanton, you know, I would like for them to improve their plate discipline one more so than the other, but it is what it is. And then finally, last but well, last but least, really to be honest with you. Kyle Higashioka will probably be the backup catcher on this Yankees team. I think for Higgy just to be serviceable, be a serviceable backup, because if he's just, if he's terrible, it could be rough because we don't have Romine to, to rely on. And we're going to be relying on Higashioka a lot this season, I'm assuming, because Gary Sanchez hasn't been a guy to stay healthy. He's always on the DL. It seems like every year it's inevitable he's on an extended DL uh, stint at least once with the pulled hamstring or some stupid shit because he can't stay in shape or pull something running the bases. So uh, it's that backup position is very important. And I think that's something the Yankees are going to struggle with. If we're being honest, this season is uh, catching depth. Sorry. 
But um, that's you know that's that for the for the lineup. Uh, as for the pitching, I wrote a couple of starters down. Uh, the starters that we're going to be seeing this season. Garrett Cole, two things: pitch to a sub three ERA. That's the first thing I wrote. And secondly, which is the most important thing here, is to win. I want him to win. Um, now I originally wrote win seventeen plus ball games, but obviously with the with the shortened season, that's going to be a little diff- little little bit different uh, situation. But pitch to a sub three and win games. That's it for Garrett Cole. And obviously give you innings, but speaks for itself. Uh, James Paxton, I want him to stay healthy because he's never been a guy to stay healthy. And I want him to bring some more fucking consistency. <laughs> okay? Because, man, it's he's never been a guy... Everybody wants to talk about Paxton. This, this, he, he can be an ace. He can be a number one, number two guy. But he hasn't really done that yet. You know, he's he's never really consistent. I want him to, you know, last season it kind of took him till August to find his rhythm. And he was lights out from August to the end of the year. But it needs to be consistent. It needs to be all year. You know, he can't have as many peaks and valleys as he did. I want him to be, I want him to pitch to his upside more than he pitches to his, to his norm, to his floor. So that's my goal for James Paxson, to stay healthy and pitch more consistently. Uh, James Ha, uh, James Ha. Jay Happ, overachieve. I wrote overachieve because he's older. Um, the ceiling isn't high. So at this point in his career, he's a number five pitcher filling in the role of a number three to start the season at least. And that's concerning. So he's going to have to overachieve a little, at least for a little bit, um, in order for the Yankees to, to have a better rotation. Masahiro Tanaka, continue that postseason success, of course. Um, he's been lights out in the playoffs for us. And it'd be nice to get a sub four ERA this time for Masahiro. We haven't had that in a while. You know, he's kind of been up and down. You know, hit or miss in the in the postseason, uh, in the playoffs. So in the regular season, he's kind of been hit or miss um, from start to start. But um, <laughs> I uh, I just hope he's you know, as long as he can continue that postseason success, it'll be fine in the end. But it'd be nice to to get some kind of effective regular season out of him. Jordan Montgomery, stay healthy and pitch like he did in his rookie year. Simple. Domingo Herman, uh, when he gets back, provide some stability again. Repeat what he did in 2019. He was very good for them. Um, obviously, the, the suspension, um, he, his suspension is, is, it goes by games and not by days. So, despite the shortened season, he's still going to have to miss 60 games, which sucks. Um, so, he's not, you know, it's, he's not going to pitch much if we do have a shortened season which kind of sucks, but provides stability. So, you know, once again, guys, that's pretty much all I have. Um, just want the Yankees as a team. Again, I have the three goals, play 600, win the division, and stay healthy. want that rotation to give you at least, you know, a top 12 innings, at least 12, at least 12 in innings pitched. Um, the bullpen to cut down on those walks. I want the defense to play a little bit crisper. I want the offense to make more contact. And, you know, as for the certain guys in this on this team, Glaber's got to focus on both ends. I uh, want DJ to maybe show you still have that pop despite the juice balls not being around anymore. Um, I want Brett Gardner, Gio, Mike Talkman to keep playing great defense and, and just bring some average offense. I want um, guys like Sanchez and Stanton to improve their plate discipline. That'd be great. You know, If we can get as much as this shit as possible, I think the Yankees will be in great shape. But we'll see what happens, guys. Um... This has been Rob Carbone, your host of BD4. But before we go, I just want to thank you all for following along. Um, 
you know, again, if you haven't followed me on Facebook or on Twitter, do so at NY Sports Talk RC. If you haven't followed me on Instagram, do so as well at Rob J Carbone. And if you haven't yet <clears throat> subscribed to BD4, where there is no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis, then be sure to subscribe to it. You can find the podcast on Apple, you know, Google, uh, um, Google, uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, Radio Public, uh, YouTube, where the video cast is and many more platforms to get to those platforms, you know, to find all the platforms for my podcast, to find all the social media websites um, that I host, just go to my website at nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com. Once again, my website is nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com. Go to that site. There should be a tab on the main page called Outlets. Click on that. It'll take you to the page where all my platforms are, all the different outlets to reach me at. And there you have it. That's that's pretty much that. Guys, thank you so fucking much for following along. I don't, I don't have many subscribers. I don't have many people listening in, but I don't care. I just do it because I like it. And anybody I can get at this point is huge. So episode 81, 91, episode 91 of BD4, where there is no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis. I am Rob Carbone, your host. Tonight, we just did Yanks, you know, team and player goals for the 2020 season. And I would like you to think it went well, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I'll probably have, I know I said I wouldn't do any more Knicks shows until the offseason, but I might do one more where I talk about the upcoming NBA draft in the summer or whenever it ends up being. Um, we'll see. You know, it depends on if I feel like it. But if I do, it should be sometime this week during the weekdays. But, um, as for now, I'll see you when I see you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. This has been Rob Carbone, and I'm signing out. All right, ciao. Hey, we hope you enjoyed the show. And if you did, be sure to leave a like, comment, subscribe, share, and all that fun stuff. If you want to follow BD4 on all the different platforms we have, all you have to do is go to my website, nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com Once again, that's nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com Thank you guys. I'll see you next time. Ciao.